As we look back at 2021, a few key words come to mind. Boldness, consistency, faith, servanthood, and family. We progressed through some challenges last year, but we came out on the other side as a stronger, more committed church family. We saw our faith grow to new levels through the launch of the One Vision campaign. We saw over 100 people accept Jesus Christ as the forgiver of their past and leader into their future. We celebrated as 69 people were water baptized and publicly declared their faith. We generously gave away over $175,000 to missions. And best of all, we heard story after story after story of how God can dramatically change someone's life. We rejoice over all that God did in 2021, and we look ahead with eager expectation to all He's going to do this year. Let's continue to be united in heart and mind as we move forward into one glorious hope for the future. Here we are at what we call here at Bridge City Church Vision Sunday, where we take a look back at what happened in 2021 and we look forward to 2022. So here it is, and this is a way we're going to encapsulate it here, and that is that we are Bridge City proud, so proud of what God has done through us, but we realize that we're Holy Ghost strong. We know where our power comes from. So how are we going to continue the momentum? How can we continue what God has done in us and through us? Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever been frustrated at a yield sign? You know, that on-ramp to, to 376 or an on-ramp to somewhere when it says yield. Now, I don't know about you. And there's been more than one time I see somebody stopped at the end of the ramp. And then it makes it so difficult to get in with the flow of traffic. Well, to be honest with you, the technical definition of yield means that you do have to stop if there are cars coming, pedestrians, or those on bicycles. But this is the deal. When you're yielding, and this is a, a, the term I want to, I believe God's speaking to us as a church right now, we need to continue to yield. What we need to do is we need to see what God is doing, we need to get momentum and in, in find a flow of traffic or find a flow of where God is at, where our church is at, and then we find our place in that traffic. That's how we can continue the momentum. That's how we can get to our destination. There's always going to be a yield because yielding is much better than resisting. Hey, we're going to be going to the book of Acts again. Hey, Chapter 4 is where our text is going to be. Just want to share with you some, some thoughts here. Um, and, and you're going to hear some things that maybe you remember hearing in the book of Acts, in this whole series that we just completed. And it all starts in, where we're going to start is at the, at the very last chapter in the book of Acts, Acts 28, 31. And, and, and it ends with boldness and without hindrance. Without hindrance. And what I see here in the book of Acts is that we are continuing what started in Acts chapter 2. We're, co we're continuing because that's where the church started here. But that without hindrance means unhindered, freely, characteristic of a legal document. That's right. You and I at Bridge City Church, 
we believe that we have the promise of the Holy Spirit. And it's a promise. It's, it's almost like a legal document that we can go unhindered. So how will we go unhindered into this year, into our future as a church, and continue what God has started and what God continues to do? Acts chapter 4. Here's our text for today. Acts chapter 4, this was in response to the apostles and the followers of Jesus were threatened, stop preaching the word of God. Stop doing that. So this is what they did. They had a prayer meeting. And after the prayer meeting, the place shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. That's right, they were filled to the maximum extent with the Holy Spirit. Now, some people have, have maybe have come to the conclusion that once you're filled once, you're one and done. I want to use an example of the Apostle Peter. First of all, it wasn't a filling, but his first uh, time that he experienced this was actually in John 20, 22, when Jesus breathed on them and said to receive the Holy Spirit. The interesting word about receive was take hold of. Now, the fulfillment, the filling came with the Apostle Peter present, Acts chapter 2, 4. Then it also gives a, a statement in four, chapter 4, verse 8, that he was filled. And then here, later in chapter 4, he was filled again. Here's my point. We never get to the point where we're one and done, and we're done with that. There's always going to be a continual yielding to the Holy Spirit. There's going to be a continual yielding of what we want to what God wants through prayer, in unity, in obedience to the Word of God together. So let's go forward here. Verse 32. All the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own, so they shared everything they had. First of all, they were united. That means they were universally one. There was no division. Church, we must resist all division and resist the temptation for independence because that's going to erode or resist the Holy Spirit and hinder what God wants to do in our lives. But they were, they were united in their hearts, minds, and giving in this verse. That's right, they were united in heart, mind, and they were sharing what they had. So they were, they were generous. So, so when we look at the end of year report, which we're going to get to in just a little bit here, I want you to see that it's not just money. It, it's a symbol of our hearts and our minds being one. This is what we're celebrating, we're recognizing here. Now, what does it mean, united in heart? United in heart means to be in tune, in sync. They were going the same way spiritually together. That's right, I said they were in sync. Uh, not that in sync. No, they were in tune with one another. They were moving in the same, same direction here. One direction, one church, four locations. And this was a big emphasis of the last year. And we've been doing a remarkable job at getting all of us on the same page, stepping forward with the same heart together, uh, the same central focus of our lives. United in mind means to breathe together, 
breathe spiritually together. That means there's a, there's a breathing of the same thing spiritually. There's a one direction that we're going. This requires yielding. This, re- this is how we become unstoppable, no matter if the threats are from outside or inside, or if the opposition comes from either of those. We can stand strong together. And that's what we're going to see in the end of year report. We're going to see that we stood strong and we, and we didn't just make it through like, wow, thank God that, you know, like we made it through the pandemic. No, we're taking our momentum and we're going to continue to move forward. How should we do this? Verse 33, the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and God's great blessing was on them all. Now the apostles, I believe, and I believe I'm going to refer to something found in Malachi, I believe that this really truly is an open heaven. That when we give sacrificially and generously, I believe there's an open heaven spiritually that results in power, energy, might, ability to grow and achieve. This is the dunamis, that's the Greek word, it's energy. So as a result of what the Holy Spirit was doing, and they were united in heart and mind and generously you know, giving there, listen, there was a powerful witness of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. This word power is used 120 times in the New Testament. I think that's very significant to, to our lives together. There should be an energy, a power here. But great blessing was on them all. What this word really means is an abundant grace, an overflowing grace here. It's a favor from God. It's an abundance of grace and favor. So listen, this results in dramatic transformations. That's the stories that are being told from our church of dramatic transformations. We haven't arrived yet. We're still pressing on. Just like when Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit, we're taking a hold of that and then allowing the great favor and grace of God to be worked through our lives here. Remember, grace is so we can accomplish, never so we don't have to. That's right, the grace and favor of God is so that we can accomplish these things. So what is the grace that we enjoy? It's this. We didn't just get rescued from hell. We got redeemed. That's right. We don't just get information. We receive an impartation. We don't settle for religion because we, we have a relationship with, with the Father. See, see, Christianity, because of the Spirit of God, the powerful witness, is not just an event that we attend, it's a transformation that we experience. I believe that the Holy Spirit power, and and I want to give you this again, the red-lettered words of Jesus regarding the Holy Spirit is this, is, is this, these are the things that we have, this is a grace that we as followers of Jesus get as a result of the Holy Spirit being alive in our lives. Here it is, a comforter, a counselor, confirmation of the words of Jesus, courage and boldness, Jesus close beside us through the Holy Spirit, an advocate for us, conviction of sin and judgment, in, in captive set free, or, or can I say chains that are broken, sin, bondage broken, the downtrodden lifted, the brokenhearted healed, 
This is what we get. This is the favor of God on our lives. Listen, I believe that's what, I personally believe that these are evidences of the Holy Spirit here. That's what we can say we get with the Holy Spirit. And when we look at what God has done, may our story, may the story that that Jesus is writing with our lives be a story of his grace, of his power, not what we can do, but what God has done through us. That is so important here. But the deal is this, we cannot rest on yesterday. We cannot rest on yesteryear. You, you, You know that we are most susceptible to defeat after our greatest victories. That's right. It is so easy to feel like, like, hey, we have a victory and we get lax, we get easy, we get content, and we don't press forward. I watch this happen all the time when people get married. Hey, they thought that that getting married was the goal, but really having a marriage is the goal. That's really the goal. And so, hey, we, we we pulled the wedding off. That's not the goal. The goal is that you have lives that are laid down for each other and serving one another passionately there. How about this? In Joshua 6, they had a great victory, but in Joshua 7, they had a great defeat. See, great, de- great victories can be followed with great defeats here. How many of us maybe have had a great Sunday morning where God is really doing something and we feel so pumped up only to get to Wednesday or Thursday and feel defeated because we didn't take time in our devotion. We didn't take time grabbing a hold of what God was doing in our lives and and taking that momentum and going forward. So now I want to share with you some focuses that we're going to have in this uh, this year. And we're going to continue this because this this book of Acts, this series that we just completed, wasn't just a nice series. This is the launching point to what we're going to do in this year. Now, I'm going to rewind to Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter replied after he gave a long message here, you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So three steps significantly, repent and turn towards God. What we call here at Bridge City Church, cross the bridge, where Jesus Christ, the forgiver of your past, the leader to your future, water baptism, you identify with Jesus and who he is, then receive the Holy Spirit. So this is the start of this new life. Verse 39, this promise is to you, your children, and to those who are far off, far away. All who have been called by the Lord our God here. Now this word for promise, I want you to catch this. It's, it's, it's an officially announced promise. It's a guaranteed by God's own eternal law. Listen, if God has a promise, count me in. Just like we saw like in the, in the end of the book of Acts, they were unhindered because they, could, they were grabbing a hold of something so significant there. It was almost like the legal guarantee. There's a promise that God has. And so here's the promise. Who's it for? It's for you. It's for our children. And it's for those who are far off. So our three big focuses this year, follow me here. Number one, it's lives that are truly experiencing the grace and favor of God. And that means consecration and character. 
That's right, consecration and character. We have been set apart for God. We have a character that has been refined. We have a character that has been uh, submitted to God. How do, we, how do we get this? Another focus underneath here is connection groups. Vulnerable, real, transparent, committed relationships. We must have these because this is how we multiply the move of God that's happening. So we're going to continue to focus on character and consecration of the Holy Spirit in our lives with all those C's I told you about. Next is children. Children experiencing the power and practicality of the Holy Spirit. That's right, children. Now listen, that's why we are doing everything we can to make sure that we are supporting parents and helping parents be the best they can be. That's why we're doing our upcoming Arrows Conference. Parents, this is for you. Uh, the, the, all the pastors and the elders of our church, we designed this and we're creating this to help you as a parent because we know how difficult it is. We know how, how much strain and stress and pressure there is in parenting in today's day and age. So that's what we want. We want to help you. So, so next week, we have this Arrows con Conference coming up. We want to help train you. Please, parents, get there at all costs. That's why what we're also doing on April 16th, we're doing an extravaganza. That's right, in all four locations, we're going to do something, we're going to do something special with, for kids and for families so families can unite around the purpose of Easter, Resurrection Sunday. So we're all going to pitch in. We're going to serve in your location because we want to make something great so kids are welcome and families are welcome in every way. That's why we as a church, we have made some bold decisions regarding directors who serve and support all four of our campuses. That's why we have Patrick Van Horn from our White Oak campus serving all of our locations for the Bridge City students. We have Jess Jackson from our Brighton Heights campus serving as the director, helping our BCC kids. That's right, because this is so vitally important. We are going to invest. Last but not least, out of verse 39, that's where our focus is coming from, conversions. We have not seen the, the, the conversion rate. When I say conversions, I mean people crossing the bridge. Again, people that, that are, have repented of their sin and turned towards Jesus, then water baptized, and then, then and water baptized, and then, then filled with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that we serve a mighty God in the power of the resurrection that the apostles had. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you and lives in me. And so we should be expecting people to come to Christ. In church, we are gonna solve this problem. You and me together, we're gonna do everything we can to see as many people as possible come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I am so thankful that I've received this and I want other people to receive it. This is our focus. This is what we're going to do. Maybe we can start by Easter Sunday. We are going to invite as many people as possible. We're gonna invite as many people as possible to come. And all your friends, family, those who in your neighborhood, invite them in so we can share this message of Jesus Christ with them. And then we have a lot of other things as well to do to make sure that these focuses of the Holy Spirit for you 
consecration, character, that we see that our children are experiencing God based on a foundation of the Word of God. In them, what we want to do is also see more people converted to Christ. Will you join me and will you join with all of our pastors and elders and all of our connection group leaders and our team leaders in this great, bold initiative? That's right. So as we look over the end of year report in just a few minutes as, you, as you, we will do this together, I want to ask you a question and this is the question. What is the story? What is the story that we want to be told and that you want to tell? about Bridge City Church this time next year, in three years, five years, 10 years. Let's live that story and let's be proud of what God has, do, has done and is doing, but let's remember where our source of power comes from, the Holy Spirit. Together, church, I believe that we can step into our future boldly with the power of the Holy Spirit, with one heart, one mind, with generosity and sacrificial giving and together we can do that hey thank you so much for spending this time uh, with me and allowing me to share the word of god with you today hey our campus pastors are going to be sharing that's right all of them are going to be sharing right now and celebrating some key numbers and some key things that god has done in 2021 looking forward as well into 2022 let's continue to yield to what god is doing and watch what he will do through us this coming year thanks so much hey bridge city church so excited you're here with us today thank you to pastor rick for sharing that message just encouraging us on all the things that God did this past year and all the things that he has planned to do in this coming year. Uh, I'm so excited to be here with these guys from all of our campuses represented. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Pastor Eric from the Murraysville campus. Yeah, Pastor Gary over in Brighton Heights. Pastor John from North Brattle. The heart and soul of the church. Come on. The heart and the soul, where it all started. And, where it uh, all began, right. the, the, the well. We get the, the privilege and honor of sharing our annual report with you. And this is an exciting time of year because we get to look back at all the things that God did over 2021 and talk about yeah. some of the exciting things that we're expecting to see God do over 2022. Uh, but first, we want to let you know about the campuses because we talk about all four of the campuses, but you don't get to see all of us all at once. But first, uh, Pastor John, tell us a little bit about North Braddock, where it's located, and maybe something that God did in 2021 at the North Braddock campus. Well, uh, amazingly enough, North Braddock is located in North Braddock. Um, <laughs> Amazing. We're, Shocking. We're, we're right off of Route 30 uh, here um, uh, in the east part of the city of Pittsburgh. And up on top of a hill. Uh, I grew up here, which is kind of a fun thing for me. And so- Did you ever really grow up though? No, because I want to be a Toys R Us kid the rest right. of my life. Right, okay. trucks and planes. Everything, millennials won't get that reference. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's been amazing, you know, and we're even coming up, my wife, Christine and I, we're coming up on um, two years of serving uh, here as campus pastors. And it's just been awesome to see what God has done, especially coming out of uh, you know, the lockdowns and 
all yeah. of the different yeah. things that our country has been through, yeah. and just to see how God continues to bless not only our campus, but the rest of our church. Amen. So that's a beautiful part uh, for us to be a part of, and we're just excited about moving forward, one campaign, building projects. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Pastor Gary, a little bit about Brighton Heights. Tell us where you're located and something God did in 2021. Yeah, the Brighton Heights campus, we're right inside the city limits, just a few miles from the stadiums, kind of northwest edge of the city. And actually, we were sent out really as really the first church plant out of uh, what was Word and Worship back in 1990. And my wife and I led uh, eight other adults over there to plant. So we've been there this long. So we've been established there. You know, as I, as I think about this past year, one of the things that's exciting is just seeing how we've come through the pandemic yeah. uh, as, as a complete church, but in our campus. Here. Yeah. Coming out with life, coming out, I believe, with more vibrancy and confidence uh, that we have purpose in God. And, and again, seeing lives transformed. Amen. 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 Pastor Eric, how about Murraysville? Where are you located? Maybe something God did in 2021. Yeah, Murraysville campus is located right on 22, William Penn Highway. Uh, very visible right in the heart of Murraysville, just past the McDonald's and uh, that whole the central part of uh, where Ferries is at. So uh, 2021 was an amazing year for campus because we saw really just continuation of doing church more than just Sunday morning. It was church outside the walls as well, doing food outreach and just really caring and loving on people outside of Sunday. And I just see right now we're in such a great season of growth and not just in numbers, but in the spirit and under understanding the spiritual awareness mm -hmm. of really being followers of Christ. Yeah. And you guys are in such a great location right there on Route 22 in, in Murraysville. And really just a, a thorough way throughout the, that, that area. And I'm going to ask myself, Pastor Nick, what about White Oak? Well, I'm so happy that I asked myself <laughs> that. Uh, we're actually right in White Oak on Route 48, and we're celebrating 10 years yes. this, uh, this week. On. And we're so excited about that, gotten to see great things over the last 10 years. Uh, but one thing that we've seen this past year is, is God has restored and uh, actually taken us beyond where we were at mm. pre-COVID. And he's restored everything that we felt that we might have lost and taken us beyond that. We're looking Amen. forward with great expectation. And right now we get to go through the annual report. And if you're watching online and you just heard everybody give an example of their campus, we encourage you to, to get to one of our locations. Go on the website, find a location yeah. that's nearest you. Uh, you cannot duplicate uh, being in person and being with people and experiencing the kingdom of God yes. in that way. But we're going to go through and highlight some things in our annual report. Uh, obviously, we want you to have one of these in your hands, but we can't just send it to you right now, but we want you to go on the website and request one. We'll mail it to you. So click the link on the website. We'll ask for your address. We'll send you one so that you can experience one for yourself because uh, we can't read everything to you, but we're going to highlight some yeah. things. And one of the things that we want to celebrate is the generosity of Absolutely. God's kingdom and the generosity of God's people that make up that yeah. kingdom. Yeah. So Pastor John, let's celebrate just the, the growth in the finances of God's church here at Bridge City Church. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that's been amazing is is that uh, over this past year, uh, our tithes and our offerings were, were over and above $1.35 million. And that's actually an 18.24% increase from last year. And so that, that communicates a number of things to yeah. me. First, it communicates to me that the generosity in the hearts of those who are giving is continuing to grow. Yes. But even more than that, that more and more people are getting discipled in this discipline and act of worship through giving because now their 
they're giving even more. And so in addition to that, we've also kicked off a 36 month generosity initiative called the One Vision Campaign. And a lot of you watching have, have probably been a part of that. And one of the amazing things there is we've seen over $1.8 million committed by people to come in over this next three years. And to date, we've seen over 250,000 of that come in. And it's amazing because since the printing of these books, that means that over $47,000 more that has been committed has come in. And I just want to thank all of you who have participated in it. Mm -hmm. You'll notice here in the book, there was 207 commitment cards that were given. I did the math based upon what was pledged and the number of cards. And that means that it was over $8,800 per card. And that just is generosity over and above and beyond. And I just want to give God glory for that, but also want to thank people for their generosity because you know what? It, God loves a cheerful giver. We say that all the yeah. time, right? But I think one of the things that gets missed in giving as followers of Jesus is that we're actually getting to model our father's heart wow, yeah. by being yeah. generous because he is so generous. Yeah. yeah. And to see over an 18% increase from 2020 wow. to 2021, one of the biggest increases in the church's history is, is just amazing. And the testament to the generosity and the obedience of God's people. Amen. And, and that's something to celebrate. And it's not just about, it's not about money. It's about what God's doing in the hearts of the people that make up God's church. And that's yeah. just so amazing. And Pastor Gary, just, to, just about missions. And that's obviously your heart. And it's mm -hmm. one of the, the heartbeats of, of Jesus' church and obviously Bridge City Church. But let's just highlight what God's done through missions at Bridge City Church. Yes, this past year, even as we were coming out of the pandemic, uh, missions really ramped up, which honestly we're excited about. Yes. Yeah. That is why we do what we do. And again, like even this increase in giving should increase missions effect yeah. and you'll be able to see when you when you receive your book uh right here uh what god did this past year yeah. domestically and in foreign mission you know we've uh we were able to give away 13 percent of our budget 13 percent of the budget was able to, when you consider our 1.3 million uh was able to go out into the mission field yeah we finished the school in west africa in the country of liberia wow. where there's now 270 kids attending school uh that's that's because of, of you and your generosity and but it's not just overseas but it's also at home we've, yeah. we've been able to to continue with the the food bank ministry and 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 again even something as, as prolific as embrace grace we've been able to support in a big way which the Murraysville campus has yeah. has been big in. So so we're we're excited about what God has done. This is why we do what we do. So we're we're impressed. I'm so excited for the family. Blessed to be a part of what's going on in the yeah. in the house. Yeah. Amen. I, Amen. I love I love the fact that you know we don't just challenge people to tithe, but we as a church went above and beyond yeah. the tithe of what came in, and that's so important. And even thinking of like not just food bank, like but the the, the Thanksgiving. Uh, outreach that we did over 400 vouchers for turkeys almost a total of 200 meals that came out of the North Braddock campus here but the thing that really got me because this has been a part of what we've been talking about is generations right is that our Bridge City kids raised a lot of that money for yeah. those turkey vouchers and our Bridge City students were here serving meals to people that uh, weekend yeah. before Thanksgiving. And that's really a big part, because it's not just about the money, it's about getting involved. Yeah, they had 
coin banks that they're collecting yeah. coins. And yeah. that, you're actually on the page, I think. How many coins did they bring? Over 10,000 coins. 10,635 <laughs> coins. And yeah. God bless our financial department <laughs> yeah, for rolling all of those coins. And collecting and collecting and counting and counting. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the weight was, but we oh, figured out what, how much it weighed, but it was amazing. <laughs> but all those numbers that you went through obviously represent so much more than yeah. just numbers. And Pastor Eric is going to talk about some numbers that are very important. And those yep. numbers are salvations yeah. and baptisms across all no, of our campuses. All these numbers are awesome. They all, they all share. And what they do is they speak to the vision of what God is doing through the church. Amen. And, you know, every one of these numbers has a name or in a story attached yeah. to it. They're not just dollars and cents. It's not just money we've sent to missions or, or what we've been able to do, but they're affecting families and generations. And uh, every one of these numbers is important to God. Right. And uh, we, we do celebrate the numbers. And so far in 2021, we had 103 salvations yeah. and 69 baptisms. Amen. 69 people took their next step in being water baptized, identifying with what God was doing on, it, on the right. inside of them. And, and every one of them is important. Every single person, there's a name, there's a story, there's a family connected to that, and that's what yeah. we're celebrating, right. those wins. And, it, and it's interesting, you know, if you go back to the, to the first number that we celebrated, which was the, the TNO, mm -hmm. and you take the 103 salvations, and you break down that number, and you divide it, you know, how much is a soul worth? Yeah. And in yeah. 2021, mm -hmm. you know, it was a lot. Yep. Absolutely. It was a lot because we, we saw 103 people give their life to Christ. Amen. And we want to see so much more. And that's an awesome number yeah. to see 103 people give their life to Christ. Absolutely. But we serve a God that is so much bigger than 103. Yeah. And we're not discounting that number, but we're, we're, we're also saying there's so much more. Amen. And there's an urgency in our city far beyond 103. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's a number that we're highlighting and celebrating, but we're also highlighting and saying, listen guys, like we need to, to create an urgency within our city to, to get out there and, and really be praying and, 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 and investing yep. and imparting and encouraging and empowering and sharing the gospel, not just through Sunday mornings, but through, through our lives Absolutely. And, and what we're, we're giving to people and sharing with people and, and what our lives are representing. So it's exciting to see everything that God's done in 2021 and everything that God's done so far in the first almost quarter of 2022. But looking at this, I have great expectation for what God Absolutely. is going to Absolutely. do. Uh, we're celebrating, we're going to be celebrating 40 years oh, in yeah. September yeah, of, yeah. of this year. Love 40 it. years as a church and, and Pastor Gary, you've, you've been around for yeah. that. You get to look back. Well, when you think about that, we, again, we're now a third generation church yeah. for people that were here when they were young. It's, it's three generations and, mm -hmm. and it is a generational house. And that's something that, that obviously God's honored by yeah. and we're excited about because we're gaining momentum in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So. Well, Pastor Gary, in closing, uh, we made some staffing changes and both of those were looking forward towards the next generation uh, with Jess Jackson and Patrick Van Horn um, with both of those for the, the generation ahead. So what could you do with us uh, to help us look forward for the next 40 years? Okay, I, I believe as I look forward, I'm excited about what God's obviously going to do in this coming year. But particularly in light of what Pastor Rick was just sharing, what he just shared uh, with you uh, a few moments ago, coming out of the book of Acts and 
we want to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. We just finished this Holy Spirit series. Mm -hmm. We're really talking about the God's work in the book of Acts. And, and when I think about Acts and how Pastor Rick just shared in this message, what was it for? And, and Peter, when he was preaching there, he, he made the statement. He said, this is for you, yeah. for your children, and for those that are still far off. Right. Yeah. And, and as, as we look forward, we want to see people continue to be consecrated, drawing closer to God, what, recognizing what Jesus has done for mm -hmm. us, a new identity, a new purpose, and then for our children, which is really, it's a huge focus for us coming into 2022. Right. The next generations, we're making investment. Uh, a lot of what we're doing in our buildings is for investment in that next generation. Right. And, and we're so thankful for that and thankful for your generosity in that. And then, of course, the next is for conversions. So we went constant. We, we're about the Holy Spirit's about yeah. consecration of the individual, children, and the next generation right. and conversions. So, so that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're believing for. And, and again, even now, it's just as we just want to encourage you and prepare for tithes and offerings. And keep vision before you. Yeah. Right. Keep vision before you. This inspires me. It inspires us as we look at this book. But be thinking, what's the Holy Spirit for? Yes, to consecrate you, draw you close. But man, it's about the next generation. And it's about people we haven't even met yet. Come on. We haven't met. Right. And so you know we have various ways to give. That, that's, you can see that on the screen. And we just pray with you right now. Yes. Pastor Nick, why don't you lead us in yes. prayer? For well, Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to return to you what's rightfully yours. Lord, we thank yes, you for the opportunity that we have to be obedient right now with our finances. Yes, sir. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to be a part of growing your kingdom and glorifying your name. Lord, give the leaders, the elders, the pastors of your church, the wisdom, the knowledge on how to use these funds yes. to grow your kingdom and glorify your name. God, thank you for what you've done, for what you're doing, and what you have planned to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen, church, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to celebrate what God's Amen. done and talk about what he's currently doing and share with great expectation what we are believing him to do in the coming year and the years to come. Be blessed. We're so honored. Have a great week.